Welcome to the Ellie & Bex podcast. We'd like to thank all of you for listening. Dave, Sharon from Accounts, Ellie's dad, Ellie's mum, Bex's mum, and Ellie's neighbour, Leslie. I think that's everyone. I mean, seriously, thank you. The Feel Good Podcast, Ellie & Bex, 91.9 CFM. Hello and welcome to it. I'm sure there are comedy podcasts out there. <laughs> You what? Know, what do you mean? Like, we, we, are we the feel-good podcast? Oh, look, I mean, we try. Yeah, we We're do our best. We're not the, like, Depresso Martini podcast. Absolutely not. And today's podcast is perfect, perfect proof of that. Hey, uh, someone who was, well, let's just say it, Murray Kondo mm. has decided enough with tidying. I love that. I love that. She's made a career off it. She's famous for it. And she's just said, no, nah, you know what? Can't be she's bothered. Gone, she's gone from spark joy yeah. to fuck joy. She yeah. doesn't care. It. She's like, let the house be messy. Let's just play with the kids. It's you great. It's actually, I just think she's probably just had a couple of wines. Because you know how we, we all hold it together. And after a few, she's like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry if it doesn't spark joy. Keep it if you want. A hundred percent. Also in this show, um, when did running let you down? I like oh. these stories. Because I feel like everyone's got a running letting you down story. Up your <laughs> sleeve. So, so many naughty or naughty. Normal makes an appearance towards the back end. We'll find out uh, what you can say in a heat wave that you can also say in the bedroom and so much more. Enjoy. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Your favourite sport, cricket. Ugh. Hang on, one, some of your best friends play at the highest level. Not best friends. like You emceed an Australian team member's wedding. Yeah, a good friend. But, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> I've got wank. tears. What a wank. <laughs> Anyhow, I thought this is interesting. Even if you're not into cricket, you're going to find this... A little bit interesting because especially if you're a little bit out of out of shape like I am, or you like Cheney where running doesn't come naturally. You have to work pretty hard yeah, I to don't enjoy. run that 10K back in the day. Mm. Uh, there's a lady called Dane Van uh, – well, I don't want to do the, the great number of South Africans listening in an injustice, but I believe it's – Van Neekirk uh, or Van Neekirk if you're an Aussie. Uh, she is literally one of the goats of, uh, of South African women's cricket. Is she a batter or a bowler? She does it all. Oh, all rounder. She, she's fantastic. She's a, a, an incredible cricketer. She's just about a lock for any about any mm-hmm. um, selection. She hasn't been selected for their current series because everyone had to do a 2K time trial. Mm, okay, gross. And I think the uh, lock off time was 9 minutes 30 or nine minute, 8 minutes 30. Jeez, that's it. a quick 2K. Well, they're profe- for well, semi- like semi professional athletes representing their country. But this woman, despite her decades of success, mm. she pulled an 848. So what does that mean? She didn't pass? She was 18 seconds past (gasps) the limit and they went, sorry. You're out. You dropped. Even though she's a great player. Here's the thing. It's not like she was lazy. That was her PB. Oh, Like she's she's a jet. Cheeky babe. She was, you you set back your own people. Well, I didn't want to try and mispronounce her name. So I opted for a a nickname. Okay. We're going to insult so many South Africans. I'm going to call her Dane Van Niekirk from now on. But the reality is... She's a superstar, and because she can't run by 18 seconds over 2K, yeah. she's not playing. Surely they can make allowances. Which, it can't be a hard and fast rule. Because be really, also, absolute horseshit. in cricket, to be honest. like no offence, but you don't have to run that much. Oh, okay. It's not like you're playing game Oh, footy. okay. Anyone listening from any women's club, <laughs> honestly, Eleanor Rose Cheney, fine leg to fine leg, okay? <laughs> let's, put, let's put a tracker on you, see how you go. All right. And I quote, you don't have to run that far in cricket. <laughs> so if any, any local clubs are listing, any treasurers, uh, any presidents, uh, any women's captains, she's a decent athlete, but she's just chirped off there a little. <laughs> and I think there might be a square up. Give me a call or 
919CFM uh, on Facebook or Insta. All right. What we want to know right now, though, <laughs> is when has running let you down? You don't have to be a professional yeah. athlete by any stretch. You mm-hmm. could just be a Joe Blow and uh, you could be like my mum running for the train and she tripped she tri- face planted the, the train. Planted. I'll give you a quick one from me. When I was about 10 years of age, I went to see my auntie. My grandmother lived on a main road in Brisbane mm-hmm. and my auntie was waiting for the bus. Mm-hmm. As I was walking up to her, a bloke had run past and nicked her handbag. Mm. And I was like, oh! Oh, Crime in progress. This is my time. Here we Crime go. Crime in progress. But of course, I'm a little fat kid with cerebral palsy, so he got away. I mean, <laughs> pl- plot twist. I will. I never. I've always wanted to find that bloke, but he just he pretty much strolled away from me. Yeah. No. Fair enough. <laughs> Some of us just aren't built for running, are we, Steph in Pereira? I know. That's right. <laughs> I remember the time when I was taking my dog out for the walk. I wasn't actually going to run, but he actually pulled me. So I ended up running. <laughs> it was actually up by the uh, spit, you know, where the uh, yeah. lighthouse thing is. Yeah. And it's a very reactive dog. <laughs> so it literally made me run and pulled me over. Fell on the floor with all people. They're so embarrassing. Sunglasses flying. I was on the floor. You can guarantee I got up quicker than I went down. But it's most embarrassing. I was walking, but I ended up running because he was a big dog. (laughs) So a very embarrassing time. But, um, yes. (laughs) <laughs> we won't think about that one again. I'll tell you what, you, you, it serves you right. You're walking past, you know, you, you're walking past Sea Life, past Rice Boy. Yeah, there's a lot of things to remember yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's a very reactive dog and he's pulling after a dog. <laughs> so I ended up running with him. And, and face planning. Uh, complete. Yes, exactly. Sunglasses, mm. hat, everything come off. So embarrassing. Oh. But there you go. I was okay. Steph, least... if it's any consolation to you, I've been beaten up by a three kilo cavoodle before. So, mm. you know. Oh, right. Okay. It's tough. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. And we're having a, like a bit of a discussion off air right now because we've got two mm. bits, of, bits of content that we can bring to the people. Yes. One of them Only is two. a really hectic story. Yeah. About a woman who has murdered her doppelganger yes. in order to fake her own death over yes, in Germany. I, well, that could be the entire story then. That is the whole story. So, so I thought I'd go. get well, that out. Well, but then the other ones. I didn't want to focus on, on the details of that because, you know what, no one needs to, you know, be right, brought down on be? a Wednesday either. So instead, Sunny Coast, I am going to give you the top ten ways to keep cool in the summer. Oh, God. Can we go back to the lady that killed someone who looked like her? If that's okay. I think even the lady... Who's dead would rather hear. No, because I thought of this earlier today because I know it's going to be hot this week and mm. uh, my poor housemate suffering through no aircon at the moment. Well, actually, it's funny you say that because you talk about a heat wave and our good mate Bill from Maroochee River rang me up before we had a little chin wag on the side. Yeah. He's like, mate, she's kidding herself. I grew up around here and whatever else and I agree with him. If it's early 30s, that's not hot. Look, do you know what? I agree. I agree. I think 40, 40 degrees and yeah. over is a heat wave, but that's what the Bureau is calling it. Yeah, so some, I have to report what I'm given. Top not wearing latte swilling boffin from Melbourne will be going, oh, oh, I won't even be able to wear my plaid pants. What is a boffin? Like a scientist. Okay, cool. Um, all right, well, here we go. Are we ready for the top 10 ways to keep cool? I don't think we have a choice. No, but some of these interested me, like sleep under a damp towel or sheet. Would that get. <laughs> okay. I don't know about you, and I'm going to keep this as clean as possible, and I do know there are children listening. Okay, well, don't say but it. We know uh, where whenever go. your sheets have ever been damp, no. it's never a good thing. You know what I mean? It's never like something where you want to hang around. <gasps> How about 
this. Set your ceiling fan to run counterclockwise because the blades on your ceiling fan are tilted in order to either push air upwards or downwards. So did in you, winter... Did you not know that? No, I did not know this. If you go home, look at your ceiling fan, there'll be a switch on the side. Stop it. On the side of what? It, ro- it counter-rotates when... It's, oh, God. Like the, the, on the, the side of what? On the side of the fridge, Ellie? Well, it could be on the tight <laughs> side of the wall bit. No, on the side of the actual the unit, the, the fan. Wow. Oh, I'm going to tell my housemate all this. All right, eat less salty food and protein can keep uh-huh. you cool. Wet your curtains. It's a bit of fun. <laughs> Wasn't that point one? No, that was wet. you I've been keeping my curtains dry. Thank you very much. Because anyone else... Well, this obviously wasn't written around here, was it? It wasn't written around here, was it? Because I don't know about you, mm. maybe you've forgotten because memories are short. Mm. Sunshine Coast becomes Moulder Palooza. Yeah, I know. My boyfriend wants to get a don't humidifier. Don't wet your curtains, everyone. I know. My boyfriend wants to get a humidifier. I was like, do you mean a dehumidifier? He's like, no, a humidifier. I was like, we live in the Sunshine Coast. You're an idiot. It is humid. Okay, just one what more. What if he just moved to Darwin? That'll sort him out. One more before I go. Yeah, because one, more I like u- this one. one more useless tip. No, I mean, I haven't even gotten through all ten, but we're running out of time. Thank God. Um, if you <laughs> would like to keep cool through this yeah. alleged heat wave we uh-huh. are having here on the Sunshine uh-huh. Coast, Bill doesn't buy it. You could <laughs> buy or build an ice pack hat. What? Show me it. Oh, you're kidding. No, yeah, for a cheap chill, throw a couple of wet dish towels in the freezer or pick up two malleable ice packs from the dollar store. There you go. Ice pack hats. These people, they all just look like they need help. Hey, you got to keep cool. you got to keep cool. Ice pack right? hat. Fashion is Imagine not that. Imagine that. You, you, you pick up on Ocean Street with someone who's a good sort and you head back to their house and everything's, you know, how they are. Just, instead of just let me slip into something more comfortable, hang on, I've just got to whack me ice pack helmet on. It's a thing. All right. You're welcome, Sunny Ghost. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Yeah, just want to know why your neighbours don't like you. It's usually not... A, Anything significant, isn't it? It's usually something like, mm. oh, you moved a plant in the wrong direction or something like that. Anyhow. Yeah, I mean, I've only had one bad neighbour in my life. Yeah. And they um, put in a noise complaint not only to the police but also into our letterbox, That's which was right. a printout of the Sunshine Coast <laughs> Council's noise restrictions website full of highlighted bits. Oh, and didn't they give you, like, suggestions and stuff of how no, to basically it was live a very passive-aggressive. And then we went and knocked on the door and we said, is this from you? And they said, no. We don't oh, know what you're talking about. Oh, 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 good said, good okay. on you for fronting them. Uh, in my situation, look, this is a bit of a risk. I've got a number of neighbours, as most people do. Mm-hmm. Everyone's all right and uh, we get along with um, one particular side quite well for a long time and then all of a sudden, for uh, what would become apparent reasons, but for no real apparent reasons, mm. we were the worst people in the world. Mm, did they catch you? Doing something nefarious? Why is it always Was it the meth lab in the backyard that they had a problem with? is it always either drugs or sex with you? What is going on (laughs) What is going on? I'm just calling you out for the same stuff you call me out on. No. How's this for absolute toolery? Absolute, like, get over it. As in you've been on the tools too much. Build it. Just play along for (laughs) once. I am. How's this? Our neighbours don't like us because we have solar panels. Why? Like, what's the what's the problem with the well, solar Well, here's panels? the thing. Like, the, uh, the solar systems, uh, uh, in terms of our solar system, not, mm. you know, Mars, Jupiter, Venus, um, the solar system is out of this world. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic, great for the environment, all those sorts of things, um, you know, should be doing it. Tell everyone your power bill. Uh, or was oh, that oh, yeah, it was, an, it was an accident and it was $9. You and they were like, oh, sorry, dog. sorry, sorry, here's a refund. Here's me paying bloody hundred, hundreds. They complained. The sorts of people just complain mm. when you do something. Yeah. It's like they own my house as well. Yeah. Uh, they complained 
about the glare. And oh, here's the, the thing. reflection. Here's the thing. Speaking to my mate who put them all in, mm. he's like, mate, by law, mm. they can't cast off glare because aeroplanes. Yeah, it'd be very dangerous. <laughs> You think people driving on the street? You so know, it wasn't like, even like, and there wasn't a conversation around it. It was just kind of just like went from everything's okay, everything's great, everything's to just frosty. Don't look at each other, don't talk at each other, mutter under the breath if you walk past them. It's just like, oh come on, mate. isn't that ironic? Grow up. That the solar, something generated by the sun, has yeah. turned something so frosty in your house. Well, I think that's a bit of a stretch. I mean, it's just it's weather not, puns from none, a weather frosty gal. frosty in my house, mate. We are living the dream. Grey is in Burnside. Grey, why do yours hate you? Well, I, um, I, I work away and my last neighbours, the last house I had, they cracked the wobblies at me because I was never home. And when they went on holidays, they wanted someone watching their house. That's I pretty actually good. ended up with a couple of um, <laughs> very, very well-written letters. Left a, left a sticky tape to my front door when I got home. About how displeased they were with me. Oh my oh, goodness. Wow. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Because it probably marries up with my situation. Were they older than you? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it's all like, <laughs> seriously, just chill out, old people. What is going on? That's that pretty rubbish, Grey. That is pretty rubbish. Well, you've moved now. New ones are all right? I haven't even met them yet. Uh, I still work away. And <laughs> I don't think I haven't even sent eyes on them. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great what setup you, at the moment. What if you come back and your old neighbours have moved? Oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Grey, did you keep the... Can watch my house. Did you keep the well-written letters um, as a souvenir? We, I yeah. know when we got one, we sticky-taped it to our friends and it was like a badge of honour for our house. I didn't keep the letters, but I do still have pictures of the letters. That's, Great. that's still the greatest joke going at the moment. Yes. Oh, mate. Well, you travel safe. Enjoy your time away from home. Uh, cheers, mate. There you go. I love the way people act like that. It's like as if the guy doesn't want to be home all the time. He's, yeah. just, he's got to work. Hello, who have we got there? This is Brad. Hey, Brad. Tell us, um, have you got a neighbour who doesn't like you? Yeah, I was mowing the little patch out the front and decided, you know, do a good deed and mow his. Oh. And uh, came out and cracked it with me because apparently the blades were too short on the mower. So it's, Sweet. yeah, not to his standard. Oh, get started. Not to his standard. I mean, you know, I have heard lawn porn is a yeah, very large but industry no, but for men. The man's trying to pay it forward here. <laughs> you know, you know um, th- that was uh, seriously, that was the one of the first indicators that, about um, Solar Panel Gate. Mm. Was that I used to always we would mow each other's mm. little uh, the, the little patch basically. He stopped mowing mine. I was like, something's on oh, here. <laughs> something's gosh. on. Well, Brad, hey, if you're looking to mow anyone else's lawn, mine is in good oh, need of one at the moment. So feel free to come <laughs> and she doesn't, she doesn't care how oh. short your blades are. Ellie and Bex. Have you ever heard of a quoll before? No, you asked me about this before. Mm. And I've got to tell you, this is how you know I've grown up mm-hmm. over the Christmas holidays. Mm. I didn't Google one to try and ruin the story. Well done. Thank you. That actually does help me out. Yeah. Um, well, a quoll is a tree-climbing, den-dwelling marsupial. What? A quoll is a tree-climbing, tree den-dwelling marsupial. So that is a very so, so hard sentence to say. Hang on. Does it climb a tree and that's where its den is or is its den on the floor uh, where you had I don't it? know. Th- I'm Great. just giving so you maybe the fact. I should have Googled it well, earlier not, in the show. That's not the point of the story. It's kind of like a big mouse by the looks yeah, of it. It's yeah, like a cross yeah, between a mouse like and a possum. Like a kind of bandicoot kind of thing? Yeah, I don't really know what a bandicoot looks like, but oh yeah, sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> now that Did we've you grow up in this country? I don't think they have. What hope do these endangered species have if you can't even pick them out from a cat? Well, I'm glad you bring that up, speaking of endangered. Yes. Now, look, it's a sad mm. story. It is. Um, so I'm going to preface it by saying that. I really hope yes. that the quoll survives. However... It seems that mm. 
Can I Google them now? I just no, want no, to have no, an, no, 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 have an idea of what it looks like. I just want to, I'm just going to go to Google Image. Okay. The quoll, the male quoll. Oh, cute. Oh, God. Seems to be, uh-huh. and there's no delicate way to put this, yeah. dying out because they are too focused mm-hmm. on having sexy times. But wouldn't that do the opposite? Well, you'd think. So um, they've delved into it. Yeah. Apparently they die after one mating season, the males. The females, they're all good. They're getting by. They're great. What constitutes a season? Because that's a pretty lean years. (laughs) Look, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) From like 25 to 27, I could have been going, no, still got I haven't even. Haven't even. Haven't finished the season. We haven't had the season finale, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, Their desire for sex overrides life-preserving rest, apparently. So what they're doing is covering... So basically just 20-year-old blokes. (laughs) Yes. Massive (laughs) distances. They're not resting. Uh, Not only that, but males will lose weight. And with it, physical conditioning and their lack of interest in grooming. Because they're so tired from roaming around, looking for gals... Knocking it off. ...to get down and dirty with. So they live in squalor. Yep. Covered in crap and, yeah, they just chased her. They're just 20-year-old guys. Yeah, I know, That's 100%. I'm surprised you're still alive, mate, to be honest. If you are a qual, you would <laughs> I'm be I'm definitely, not, I'm definitely not a qual. I'm going to tell <laughs> you And if you are someone who felt really bad about yourself watching the Marie Kondo documentary. Or got really inspired. Or got really inspired. Like my wife, like every one of my underpants is now colour-coded and... <laughs> Folded origami okay. style. How are your underpants colour coded when you only have orange underpants? I am not Homer Simpson. I have various. You do not. Every time I say undies, look, which I is far you... too much for people in our working relationship, they're always orange. For those that don't know, Marie Kondo, um, well, she revolutionised home tidying. A professional tidier, Japanese lady, mm. petite, mm. softly spoken, real, just a doll of a woman, wasn't she? She's yeah. just lovely. And she had this theory that when you pick something up in your house, if it didn't spark a joy, <laughs> you threw it out. I don't know okay, why she's Italian. Why is she Mario from Mario Kart? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's going to win. Okay. Um, anyhow, um, so big news from Marie Kondo today. Yep, yep. She has come out and said... She's kind of given up on cleaning. <laughs> she's stuffed. Because she's had three kids, right? And so basically she's done what all of us have done and <laughs> tried to hold some sort of sophisticated lifestyle. One kid comes, you're tidying up once a day, yeah. cleaning everything from poo to sort of squash blueberry off the floor. Yeah. And even Marie Kondo's gone, stuff it. Yeah, you know what? It's impossible to have a tidy house when you have yeah. kids. And I get that. Whenever my nephews come to visit when uh-huh. I'm home in Perth, the house just looks like Someone's a rolled a grenade site. into the living room. How do you, like, it doesn't spark joy. Nothing about that situation sparks the thing joy. about uh, Marie Kondo is she was always immaculately turned out, right? Yeah. She always, not a hair out of place. Mm. I love the concept that somewhere in Japan right now, she's got her three kids mm. and, it, you know, two are at school and one's having its daytime nap or something. Mm. And she has just cracked a bourbon and lit yeah. up a dark. Yeah, it's going to flat on. Stop it. She's good to go. Ellie and Bex. 91.9, CFM.